Yeah, I agree with you. Why is your voice so booming? Um, because I, I'm a sigma male and I just turned thirty, so. Oh uh, yeah. I got a booming voice. Is that better, Sam? Yeah, it's a little bit better. All right. Thank you. Here, I'll t- I'll just turn my levels down. All right. We still look pixelated. Dude, my camera kind of sucks, and I think I think it might be because of the window. <laughs> that's why. Just get a windowless room. Like I actually, that's a lie. I have two windows in here, really small windows. In that room. <laughs> <laughs> when a blind man cries. Yeah. <laughs> when a blind man cries. <laughs> oh. Um. So how are you doing? Or uh, welcome to Let's Explore This Your Weekly Variety Podcast. Today you got uh, Sam. How's it going? And you got myself, Kevin. So I am now I am now a capitalist. Cardboard crack. Cardboard crack. <laughs> Eat shit, you fucking leftist bastard. I'm rich now. <laughs> Dude, that's nuts. I uh I've only won I've won a hundred dollars one time many years ago, and I'm pretty sure I've spent like probably like three or four hundred dollars in my lifetime on mm-hmm. on bull dabs. Um, I have I have a question real quick. Mm-hmm. Why why is your why are your glasses blinking red? I was wondering that myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, I think they're catching one of the buttons on my mixer. Oh, okay. I don't know if like you had some kind of fancy fucking cyborg glasses. These are Randy Jackson glasses, dude. Oh shit! Got- Did you have to pay extra for that? <laughs> No, I actually got them covered by my insurance, but I had to pay for them. Isn't that so cheap? <laughs> That's fucking dumb. Yeah. Dude, insurance is stupid. Across the board. I know. Like it's it's so dumb. You pay how much in premiums and shit, and then they're just like, No, we're not gonna cover that. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's like it is only like six bucks a paycheck or whatever, but it it just seems stupid. At that point, I feel like I could just go buy them with cash and I'd probably spend what? the same amount of money. That's for vision too, right? Yeah. Then see, that's stupid too because like dental, vision, and health are all separate mm-hmm. for one, and then half of that is based off like the genetic lottery. <laughs> so like, I don't need vision insurance because I have good eyes, and that's like the only thing I've been blessed with. <laughs> yeah. And so I don't need that, but like. It's not your fault you have bad eyes. It, it, yeah, yeah. And I'm lucky I didn't need glasses. But yeah, it's it's stupid. I think they might pay for contacts. Like, Well, yeah. I mean, nobody chooses to like have bad eyes, yeah. be, have bad teeth, or be sick. So like, those things as insurance is fucking stupid. It, it, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and a lot of glasses, like the frames... They the optometrist will have like the really shitty ones 
that are in your uh, covered by your insurance. So mm-hmm. you end up having to pay. And if you want like prescription sunglasses, you basically just got to pay double then because they don't cover that at all. <laughs> but I don't know. I want to I want to see outside. Can I have some prescription <laughs> sunglasses? Nope. I know. Like, you I, have to pay for that. I'm going to get behind the wheel with no glasses because I can't afford them. It's um, like I have like my family history of like bad teeth. Like I, I do everything I need to do for preventative dental health care. However, every time I go, I still have fucking um, like at least one cavity. Mm-hmm. And so I think like get that fixed. Well, last time they said I need to get two crowns and then they gave me like the quote for it and like what my insurance would cover. I haven't done it yet. So it's like, fuck me, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, that stuff can be like thousands of dollars. Yeah, uh, I kind of like half want to just pull those teeth. Yeah, instead of just dealing with like crowns and paying over fifteen hundred dollars or some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nuts. But whatever. We can we can talk about how predatory our system is all we want. It isn't going to change anything. <laughs> no, yeah. The the only I I get lucky with my dental, and I've only had I've had one cavity my entire life. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did have to have my wisdom teeth pulled like two or three years ago, and that was like not really covered by my. I think I only had to pay like 250 bucks for it, but still it was like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Cause they want me to pull mine too. Like I still have mine and they quoted me like if I didn't have insurance, it'd be like 800 bucks. And then I think for like teeth pull, my insurance only covers like 50%. Mm-hmm. So I'd still be probably paying like $400 just to get fucking teeth yanked out of my mouth. I'd be just like, just give me pliers. <laughs> Get a strong man in here and let him pull it. Yeah. 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 Boy. Yeah. I, I stayed awake when I had my teeth pulled. It sucked. But, <laughs> like, it, I don't recommend doing it. While you're it, awake? Yeah. It's really creepy. Like, they numb your mouth or whatever, but you just hear, like, your teeth crunching and stuff in your head. And, like, ugh, it was just a bad experience. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Andy was awake when his were pulled, too. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah. luckily, this is all a dream, and we'll all wake up soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. When the big one drops. Yep, it's coming soon. Um. So, anyway, you want to... Yeah, what do you want to talk about first? Um. I don't know. You want to talk about BlackRock? And how they own everything? <laughs> yeah. Well, you had some specific examples earlier this week. Why don't you? Yeah, so I don't you start. I was looking into I can't remember how I came across it, but or not Blackrock, Blackstone. There's two. There's Blackrock and there's Blackstone, and they basically do the same thing. Um and so the one that I was looking at was Blackstone. And it's because they bought up American campus communities. For thirteen billion, which seems to be a uh, like a college, I think it's only for like big schools, you know, with like a billion kids and stuff. But um, they seem to be like private, like a big corporate student housing thing. 
And so they bought all these basic, not dorm rooms, but like off-campus living for uh, older college students. Um, and they bought it. So here, here's just a little snippet from the article. Blackstone will buy American campus communities for $12.8 billion, including debt, the student housing company said on Tuesday. As the world's biggest alternative asset manager, bets on rents rising after colleges reopen. <laughs> God. So, like... R- rising even more. Yeah, it's just like, come on, dude. It's like they're buying up all the homes. I think BlackRock is buying single-family homes for the most yes. part. Um, but they're buying up these houses and putting them in those REITs or whatever. Yeah, Real Estate Investment Trust, I think is what that is. Yeah. And uh, just they can make a buck and, you know, turn it into some sort of, like, investable commodity... <laughs> yeah, as like if you're if you're talking about say you got like a libertarian brain, this is a great idea because these college kids are going to need a place to live, right? <laughs> so you buy up all the co- campus housing. Yeah. Think of the fucking windfall. <laughs> Jeez. Well, yeah, and then they can just pay for the rent with the government-backed student loans. Yeah. So I it, mean, it's a safe investment. So I think Black doesn't Blackstone they they just deal with like real estate and then BlackRock does like everything investing. Oh, I'm I'm not sure. I just know they're a big investment. I don't know. Blackstone so that that brought to mind like wasn't there something with Blackstone and like Trump? Wasn't that a thing? The only thing I remember about Blackstone, I I think like all the they own some like mining. They all came and like rioted outside of their uh, or protested outside of their building. I I don't know. I just remember hearing about Blackstone a lot like a couple couple years ago or something. I don't remember what it was about. But I mean, this whole thing kind of just proves the point we were talking about a couple episodes about how these companies are going to own everything eventually. Mm-hmm. And we'll just be that is so smart. Like, honestly, for like these dumb motherfuckers, like these predatory companies, that is like they're never going to get rid of stu- like the student debt problem. No. And this is exactly why. And like they're betting uh, like betting on that. Like the student loan forgiveness that they're teasing right now. Um, Kind of like this Blackstone acquisition of all these like campus properties kind of make me think that that's not going to happen then. <laughs> no, not at all. I, I mean, because it's either the the government has to give us debt, uh, or the government has to subsidize it. That's kind of the, like where it's at right now. If if Blackstone were to exist, and we were able to get free schooling, like basically the we just, our tax dollars would be going to pay these private equity funds. Yeah. See, so th- I mean, this is just big proof that like major corporations are uh, benefit like benefit from socialism. Mm-hmm. Like they they get all the socialism, while the rest of us like live in this fucking wild west. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um, because so, you got like you got like Tesla getting all those subsidies for like the green energy initiatives or whatever tax credits, mm-hmm. and then you and then you're eventually well you had Wall Street get bailed out twice. Yeah. Um, and then now you're gonna have like stuff like Blackstone when they're buying up all these student properties. That's going to get guaranteed money because all these students are going to go to college and shit. Yeah. With like federal loans. 
It's so fucking genius. And then, well, not even that. Like, let, let's look like in defense contracts. Like we we keep increasing the defense budget. Mm-hmm. So you have like the Lockheed Martins and and uh, Raytheons making all their money, the vast majority of their money, just from government contracts. Mm-hmm. That's more socialism. Mm-hmm. Like all these, like how many of these Fortune 500 companies are just on the government's tit? <laughs> like all of them. <laughs> yeah, like seriously, and people want to bitch about socialism, just not for you, me and you. Yeah, for the companies, know. it's okay. Yeah, I guess it gives it like the market with when you have successful stuff that's just basically government subsidized corporations. Um, it makes the the uh, stock market look like legitimate. While they just sit there and like, I don't know, all that imaginary money. wealth. Hmm. It's where they hide all their wealth, too. So it's like, uh, <laughs> it's just a big scheme. But I don't know. I'm reading a little bit about Blackstone right now. And they own um, Landmark. So it looks like they started out buying um media company. Smart. Yeah. So they bought Landmark Media Enterprise, Harrah's Entertainment. They they bought, like, healthcare company, Anheuser-Busch, so- the Weather Channel. <laughs> oh, my. Even the Weather Channel is lying to us. Yeah, yeah, all the wildfires and stuff. Those aren't true. It's just, it's just a uh, Blackstone trying to scare us into buying something. <laughs> Energy companies, um, Central Rail Trust is an Australian real estate investment trust. Yeah, but dude, these REITs thing are kind of creepy. I mean, I I'm starting to think like it's not. Sometimes I feel like it's not worth it to buy a house because, like. Everything's just gonna get wrapped up in investment funds. Like, is the REIT the new like toxic? Uh, I mean, what did they do in two thousand and eight? Like the mortgages, all those toxic. Uh, yeah, they bundled mortgages bundles. together yeah. as and then sold them as securities. Is that what and a REIT is? Because <laughs> when I don't know, because every time I try and like look into like what Wall Street does. Like with investment, like I th- I feel like I have an understanding, but then it, there's something new that I just don't fucking get. Mm-hmm. Like the, I yeah I don't know. Probably I mean, could, I could, think they're more secured because they're like owned. But like so like I'm pretty sure my apartment building is in a REIT, mm-hmm. and so they have to just continually increase rents, see growth. Yeah. So eventually people are or buy gonna... more property. Yeah, that's true. So eventually people just aren't going to be able to pay if the rent keeps going up. And 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 then what happens to all those REITs? I don't know. They they will decrease in value because you can you can invest in REITs. Mm-hmm. Um they there's like on the market and everything you can buy shares that and the thing about REITs is that most of the time, like if you're a person who like wants to invest in like for like dividends, they're good monthly. They give you a monthly income. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's probably like 10, 15 cents per share. But like if you're some rich fuck who can own like 100,000 shares then you, and just reads, you're making probably 10 grand a month yeah. just on so just like, sitting there not doing a fucking thing. It almost seems like it would be worth it to take any money that you were going to save for like a down payment on a house or a mortgage 
and put it into REITs because then you get your money back. <laughs> like it's becoming, they're making their own investments more profitable so that people are forced to invest in it, you know? So, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe that's one way that they're secure is, you know, hey, you have no other option. So, and then we just don't actually own property anymore, you know? We just own stocks and shares. Um, you mean people who can afford well, Yeah, people who shares. can afford it, yeah. So, and, and yeah, that does just, like, exclude, like, 60% of the United, like, population of the United States. <laughs> yeah, what do they say, like, 1%, the the one the 1% owns, like, 80% of the stock market anyways? They own all the assets in That's there? That's so crazy. So, it's like, so... You just the next time you see one of those wavy haired boys with the earpiece in talking about their latest investment, like uh, vision or whatever, you just laugh at them. Be like, "You're fucking small beans, fucker. <laughs> You're nothing compared to the big boys." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I have three hundred dollars in the S and P five hundred. Like, oh yeah, good for you. Dude, all but my- that's I mean that's a trap mentality that they push for the Gary V's and stuff is cause they make, they, they feel like they're actually accomplishing something Yeah, when they're hustling and like, Oh yeah, fucking, I, I fucking turned $6,000 profit last year. Just fucking flipping trades on Robin hood. Like good for you, bro. <laughs> I mean, live how you have to, I guess in like the, the way we do, like in the s- system we do, if you're able to game it, then good for you. Yeah. yeah. But it just perpetuates the problem. Oh, for sure. Yeah. We're just becoming reliant on the market and all these big investment companies. That's what's really crazy, too. It's like we are because like when they when they traded pensions for the 401k, it was an excuse that oh the company will contribute some cash at, like as you're in your career towards you. But then once you're done with them, they're done with you. Oh, yeah. And it was just an excuse to give Wall Street more money, give the money managers a little bit more cash to play with. Yeah, for sure. And I now we all have a vested interest in what happens in the stock market. Because if we want to retire, then we got to make sure that the stock market's doing well. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just making us more more reliant on the stock market. I mean, there's so many public pension funds that are in the stock market as well. Um, fucking wild. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Blackstone was responsible for like the New Jersey like toll booth attendant pension fund or something. It's just or or like some cop fund or some teacher fund or whatever. See, that's the thing too. So, like the arg, you know how like Republicans will argue that we should get rid of Social Security and let individuals decide where they want to put their money. Because I always see like. If I can get an eight percent return per year, putting my fucking two hundred fifty bucks a month into this account instead of Social Security, then why shouldn't I be able to do that? Well, you're just trading the government, which is more of a guaranteed backing, to these fucking financial fucks who are owning everything now. Mm-hmm. So is it really that big of a difference between like? I, I don't know. I guess like you get more of a return, but like you're 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 just instead of trusting the government for for that security, you're just <laughs> trusting these institutions. Mm-hmm. These yeah, fucking big financial who are just greedy as fuck, and they will just keep um 
running until they crash. Yeah, it's giving more Should, power to these these uh, institutions, these corporate entities, and I don't know. That's dangerous because I, I I don't know. It's like people think they're playing by the rules or the government has like the power in their hands or whatever, but they can literally like. <laughs> They can just tell, they, they could probably look across the table at whoever from what, like the commerce department or something would be putting the screws to him and be like, hey, do you want to retire? Because uh, your pension's in our fund, you know? Oh, you better look yeah. the other way because your uh, pension's in our fund. You know? And the, so looking at these, like these financial institutions as like an entity, then it's self-survival for them. Mm-hmm. It, it, the best way they can is to latch onto the government or make it make force their hand to the point where like you have to bail us out if we fail like we can do whatever we want so like the, like the biggest difference between like the US and China in respect to this is like when that evergrand thing was happening in China mm-hmm. they made the CEO of that who was a billionaire there are a lot of billionaires in China now but they made him sell his shit to pay off their debt <laughs> Nice. That would that would not happen in the United States. We no. would just bail these people out. Yeah. That, well, I mean, that's that is what we did. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Whereas whereas China's just like, hey, you fuck this up. Guess what you're gonna do? You're gonna fucking pay for it. Hmm. Yeah, they should, and make or make them go to jail. Um, but yeah, because I I mean I really do think like the paycheck protection plan. That was basically just another bailout. It's like, who got the most money from that thing? Yeah. And it's been proven, too. Yeah. Like, Tom Brady's company got fucking PPP money. (laughs) Like, Tom, you couldn't pay for your employees for, like, six months? You couldn't couldn't shell out that that money? Yeah, it's just stupid. Dude, Blackstone owns uh, a company called Magic Lab, which created... Bumble, so they own Bumble now. Since well, so I think I don't think they own these companies outright. They just have significant majority stake. Majority stakes. Yeah, dude, that's a, that's always a fun one. When Bumble went public, the CEO said, "Love is profitable." <laughs> oh yeah. I when I saw that, I just fucking my mind. I was just like, we are such a disgusting fucking country. Oh, yeah. Well, and they see it as like, he probably says it like, oh, this is moral business. This is good business. You know, I'm helping people find each other. And then like, they just sell all your data. (laughs) She. It was a she. Oh, I thought I said there. They are. Bumble CEO. Okay. She. Okay. Um, But, uh. Okay, so in November of 2019, Blackstone Real Estate Income Trust acquired the Bellagio Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada, and oh, from MGM Resorts, and they yeah, leased, the, they leased it back to them. That's nuts too. But they actually own part of Reuters too, so I don't know if I can buy Reuters anymore or read it. <laughs> See, they they're just like one of those companies that have their finger in everything. Yeah, they do. Health so like you like diversify that hardcore then you can't ever lose right yeah they blackstone invested 200 million dollars in the swedish oat milk brand oatly for a seven percent stake in the company 
That is crazy for an oat milk company to be worth that much. <laughs> I mean, that's billions. $200 million for 7%. And Oh, they own Ancestry.com, so they're getting more of your fucking their, your DNA. Dude, I bet you they're trying to figure out, like, I kind of wonder if they're using that, like the Ancestry.com DNA for all their medical shit. Because they, they're, they're, do, they're doing something yeah. to, like, treat bladder cancer or something. They're trying to figure out everything about us. Yeah, so they can sell. I mean, and then, I don't know. Because it's like, if, if they can make us buy a product, like, let's say they actually did create, like, this life-saving drug or something. um, And they figured it out from your, like, genome, you know? Like, oh, take this pill and you'll never have a disease ever. Uh, it's like a custom pill for you, you know? Th- they own you at that point. Dude, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. It would be like uh, you go to the doctor and you have uh, you get diagnosed with something, and you're in there talking to them, and then immediately when you leave, you get an ad on your phone <laughs> for the latest drug. Yeah, like, a little push notification. It's just like like whoa. Oh, they bought Vungle and Liftoff, which. Uh, are into mobile advertising. Oh, I thought I, I thought that was like I thought they meant space. It's just saying advertising space might be. Oh, they bought Spanx. Th- what? Do you think that uh, it'll be like Repo Men in the future? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I so I don't think it's gonna be that. Uh, I don't think it'll be that bad. Obviously, <laughs> I don't think it'll be that bad. But uh, I could see them like, <laughs> like let's say they did. In just some weird dystopian future, they made medicine that made your like life, your like your longevity. Like, let's say you had cancer, you're gonna fucking die in five years, and they got a pill that'll just make it all go away, and you'll live a normal life, live to be like a hundred. Um, they would probably require you to take like ten years of your life and give it to them, <laughs> something yeah, like they'll, that. They'll contract it out. Like, mm-hmm. all right, you gotta. <clears throat> they'll have like their version of dollar general you're like okay you got to be a clerk here for 10 years yeah in exchange for this life-saving pill they'll probably buy your health insurance company deny you access to that medicine so you have to pay for it out of pocket and then they'll have a payment plan for you to spend you know the five hundred thousand dollars it costs for that pill you got to work for you know you got to give them like 10 percent of your paycheck for the next 25 years and that's how and they'll keep is- you in the workforce and this is yeah forever and this is kind of proof how uh how the government's antitrust laws just haven't been they haven't been doing anything no since the 80s because when you have companies that are able to do this and maybe it's be like just under the legal like level like they'll buy instead of buying like 60% of the shares in the company they'll buy like 40 mhm just under the threshold or whatever to like raise antitrust laws, but they have that much power and sway oh, over yeah. the direction. Yeah, it's it's crazy, you know. And and the people that you're you're you'll hear yeah, the people that your CEO wants to serve are the shareholders. They talk about the shareholders all the time, like there's these yeah. deities, and um and that's who they they're are. talking about. They're talking about Blackstone. So it's like we're all just beholden to these freaking investment firms. And they touch every part of our lives. It's insane. The 
the ultimate goal is to somehow shuffle us all in, like herd us all into like this area where they not only make the product that they sell, but they also have a way that that guarantees their uh, forever safety by getting the government involved and latching onto the government. Mm-hmm. enforcing policy that makes them safe forever so it's like a no lose for these companies exactly they're, they're coming in and becoming our new lords and the government isn't doing anything to stop it yeah like they will own everything in your town eventually and you're just gonna have to pay the days of mom and pop are gone <laughs> yeah they are like yeah yeah covid was the, probably the last nail in the co- like the coffin for mom and pop shops it's all just going to be like the grocery store I have in my small town is probably eventually just going to become like a Walmart grocery yeah, or something. Dollar Tree or Dollar General. Yeah. So that's just kind of it. Like there is no competitive. Like if you want to talk about like inflation as it is now, that's a good example of like the, the, the mom and pop, mom and pop or the grocery, the small town grocery store in my town. Now I have actual sticker shock going into that. Yeah. Because they can't have the price as low as like your Target or Walmart when you go grocery shopping, they have to have a higher price just to be like to stay afloat. So like when you go there, you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like you're buying like three three or four bags of groceries and um you're spending like 150 bucks. Oh yeah, yeah. I and and at the same time like prices like starting wages in small towns in like rural minnesota for example are still like 13 bucks an hour yeah it's impossible it's impossible to live so eventually people are gonna like eventually just stop going there they'll go out of business and then like you said the the dollar general is going to be the only thing or you know some corporation that's going to come in here and make it somewhat affordable there's somehow they're going to make it affordable for you to consume or whatever, but then they just have that full sway over your life. Mm-hmm. They they're going to control. They're going to eat their way into your life every way possible. <laughs> yeah, dude. Until you just get with the program and start investing and giving them more money. Fuck yeah, dude. Like you got to give them more power and then they'll let you live a little longer. <laughs> exactly. That's it. The, the only way you get a pass is if you own shares in the company. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. And that's nuts. And that's like glorified in our country. Like that's just the way to, that's like the new American dream. It's like not buying a house and a car and, and having like a kid or whatever. It's owning stock and being extremely wealthy. <laughs> well, it's, it's the, the gig economy, like being able to work like 60 hours a week on that grind. So you can put your money in your stupid fucking Robin hood account mm-hmm. and flip pennies. Yeah. And then you eventually make enough money where you can get invested in these REITs or become a landlord yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That is the grind because, like, you you see all those dumbass ads. Like, I get these dumbass ads, like, on my social media all the time for those guys saying, like, real estate. Like, they're always talking about how they're grinding and they're fucking putting their money in real estate. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a big farce. I mean, these guys, they, they want you because, I mean, and that's the thing about these big private equity firms is they win no matter if you win or lose they win because they own the bank that gave you the loan for that rental property and so they're either going to be able to foreclose on you (laughs) and buy take a house from you or they're going to be able to collect your mortgage payment yeah and i uh, mean 
it's yeah it's kind of like the gold rush when like all those people who were selling like shovels and food and you know lodging and stuff were the ones who made the money and all the people who went there to get gold got fucked yeah well that's kind of like because i think you you did you say it like the my position now with like with my house that I have because like with my mortgage is like I'm paying extra because I want to pay it off in 19 years and mm-hmm. I I should be able to with like the plan I'm in now, but people are like if you put that extra whatever money into like this the same guys put it in the market and you get like an eight ten percent return it's like yeah well at least I'll be out of this fucking out of the boot of the bank yeah like, I'll be free of their control like yeah. you know I want to have that as fast as possible I don't want to be in debt. Or owe, like owe something to somebody. The quicker I can do that, I feel like the better situation I'm going to be in. The freer I will be. Oh yeah, for sure. And then all you have to pay for is like property tax and maintenance or whatever. Yeah. So your cost of living goes down substantially if you just pay off your mortgage. Yes. Um. But yeah, it's I don't know. <laughs> I just think like right now I look at like so actually last month. The, uh, the the median home price in King County, which is the county that Seattle is in, uh, was a million dollars. And, <laughs> like, that's so crazy. I mean, you can get a – like, basically, if you live a little bit further south, there's, like, some cheaper areas. But it's still, like, half a million dollars median. Like, half like five hundred to $650,000 is the median household price. <laughs> I cannot – I cannot believe – how much housing because i looked in because everybody was talking about like they're moving to texas mm-hmm. um because texas is so cheap i went and looked at homes down in texas and i didn't see like maybe if you're in bumfuck nowhere it's cheap but in like major metropolitan areas or even the suburbs you're still looking at ex- like housing that is outrageous yeah like who are bu- who are buying these how like who are buying these homes mm-hmm. who has the income to buy these these homes that like, is it just like BlackRock and Blackstone buying up all these houses? Because <laughs> I feel like all these in, like it can't be just individuals or couples. No. Well, it, it, people. So basically, what's going on is because like a house there costs I don't know. I'll just ballpark it six hundred to seven hundred thousand dollars or whatever. It's the people that like they're saying the people from California who are selling their homes for a million dollars same house are moving to texas right. and paying cash that, that that's like the problem that i've been told is around here and like idaho they're buying a bunch of homes in idaho oregon washington and then texas but I, it's just like a lack of housing and i i do kind of wonder if i mean i know like a lot of these tech people like in these areas and i you know tech's big in texas too um they do make stupid amounts of money you know they yeah. make, they they yeah. have like six figure incomes you know so they can just you know they're making $250,000 a year they get equity in the company they work for um you know and all these crazy bonuses and shit so it's like they're they're able to buy that stuff and we're not and then and then the pe- so okay this is what i think is going on basically the people like the baby boomers and the gen xers and whatever who own those homes and raise their families in those homes you know, their kids are going off to college and leaving. So they are buying up the single family homes to get smaller housing because they don't need a big house anymore. Yep. And then the tech bros are coming in and buying the the houses they used to live in. 
so there's they're basically just trading they're transferring property and uh and they're not building new real estate or they're not building it quick enough you know they're building the the neoliberal hellhole apartments that i live in you know that's the kind of shit they're building they're not really building houses anymore yeah i well yeah that's true that's uh i i just saw something that that's what the the ceo or some bigwig at that redfin company was saying is like we're not building enough houses which is kind of bullshit because there's so many empty homes in the united states that we could house all the homeless people we have in the u.s and all these empty homes Mm -hmm. and it just it makes no sense like the way the market sets up makes it only makes sense with a capitalist system Mm -hmm. it needs to be scarce so they can make money off of it yes or and it's it's manufactured scarcity. Mm-hmm. It's not real scarcity. There are empty homes. There are literally empty warehouses that could probably be converted into shelter. There are empty buildings that can be renovated and everything into homes and shelter and and everything. But we just don't do it. Yeah, it's manufactured scarcity. Yeah, yeah. Within a block of me, there is an empty. Um Fry's Electronics, which went out of business and is, I don't know, probably a 300,000 square foot facility. You know, it's a big like Best Buy. Uh, And then there's a Dick's that moved. So there's just these two huge empty real estate spots. And and, and then, you know, and then there's million dollar homes. (laughs) You know, on average, every home here is a million dollars. And so it's like, where's our priorities? You know, why, why don't we look at whoever approved the zoning laws to like, Oh, let's just have these shithole businesses come in that are going to fail, take up a huge chunk of real estate and then just sit there and rot. Well, nobody can afford a home. And then we can, and then the apartment complex that's a block away from there, we can just jack up the rents 25% year over year (laughs) because they have nowhere else to go. Right. Right. And for some cases, like, some of these companies will just sit on the property they own instead of doing anything, doing anything with it because mm-hmm. they'll, they'll either, it'll either drive out competition from being able to come in in some regard, or they'll be able to make more money off that property down the road. Yeah. So it's all about making money. It For has sure. nothing to do with like the priority of like how to serve your citizens better. It's all about how to make these companies more money. Mm-hmm. But and, and, and in turn, make the shareholders wealthy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I see like I I imagine like that big Fry's Electronics, like Fry's has like a kitchen in it and like, you know, a, a place for uh like a truck dock and all that stuff, you know. It's so it'd be perfect for like a homeless shelter. Mm-hmm. Like they could turn that into temporary housing for the, for people who are living on the streets right now, literally next to that building and it just sits there empty doing nothing it's probably part of some fucking blackstone reit dude it's just so dumb (laughs) you know they're just sitting there paying the property tax or whatever and letting it rot away yeah and that's the other thing eventually when they do sell they'll probably the local local government local or state government will court some big company and give them tax breaks to move there and take it over Mm -hmm. because they'll create jobs Mm mm-hmm yeah which is the most important thing is creating jobs like there was also an empty sam's club in my town as well so there's just these like three giant fucking warehouses that were just empty 
And I mean, now we're getting a Home Depot, Ooh. but uh, <laughs> it's just so dumb. And are you gonna be you gonna be able to go there for all your home renovations, Kevin? Yeah, yeah, I definitely need that. No, actually, I live across the street from a Lowe's, so you know we needed a Lowe's and the Home Depot in this town. Um, <laughs> competition. Yeah, it's so dumb, and uh, I, I I lost my thought, but it just. I don't know. It's it's just stupid. I I think it's just a complete mismanagement of of our land and and real estate and people are just suffering from it. People are suffering either by facing homelessness or scarcity and or they just can't like move on in their life and like buy a home or whatever and they're just rent cattle forever. Sounds good. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but it's going to get a whole lot worse. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Like the the they say the housing market is cooling around here now. So they they sold less houses year over year. So like, see the thing with that is like even if it is cooling, like as mortgage rates are over five percent again, and I think what you're going to see is okay, fine. Now, Joe Schmo isn't going to be able to take out the loan anymore, but guess who's going to be able to Mm -hmm. the, the big boys. Yeah. And they're just going to keep these prices high. I don't think the market is going to come down again. I think home prices are going to stay the same. Yeah. Yeah. They want to turn all the single family homes into rentals so that we finally just capitulate and we're like, fuck it. I want a house so bad. I'll just pay $4,000 in rent every month. I wonder how much money do you think like these acquisition companies haven't, in like the, the like the energy companies because when i say that too because like shell chevron and exxon Mobil are making absolutely record profits with these gas prices mm-hmm. and showering investors with it yeah so do these big wig acquisition companies have big stakes in that too so are, like that's my kind of Probably. thing i feel like this is all artificial like they are yeah. like there are big like Wall Street players are manufacturing all of this. Yeah. Like this inflation is all manufactured. That's how I feel. Like I think that that's how it is. It's it's a, an excuse for them to raise prices when they don't have to because they are making record profits. They're like, well, you know, with inflation, you're going to have there's more dollars out there, so it makes sense that they're making record profits. It's a fucking excuse for them to gouge us because wages yeah. aren't keeping up. They've gone down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I I I I've said it before. I think they're just trying to make all the money that they lost in 2020. Um they're just trying to make that back tenfold. <laughs> and I I am getting to the point where I think it's all a conspiracy because like I think the fight for 15 started in 2016 whatever uh as just to beat it into our brains that it's the new starvation acceptable starvation rate wage they'll give us so we don't fucking revolt yeah for sure like it's like to me at this point i feel like everything is just manufactured there is some kind of weird conspiracy on there and for money changing hands well yeah it's not us changing hands it's you need to i mean around here you need to make if you made 15 bucks an hour around here you would need roommates still you know and and like the Panda Express and like McDonald's and stuff, they're they're paying like seventeen to twenty bucks an hour, and that's like forty thousand dollars a year, and uh, if you have full time employment, and even making forty grand a year around here, like you couldn't live in my apartment, 
and I just have a one bedroom apartment or sorry, a two bedroom, one bath. Like even a one bedroom apartment around here, it will be like 1800 to 2000 bucks a month. Yeah. Maybe they'll just like turn, (laughs) turn everything into like hostels. That's basically like, dude, we're going to have like five people living in a studio apartment and that's how you have to sustain yourself. If you, if you worked at fast food place and like, we need that can't happen. Like, we, like the general managers, they were advertising like seventy to ninety thousand dollars a year. Which you, I mean, you can live off that. But those people are working like fifty plus hours a week. They don't have a normal schedule. Like they'll work days, nights, weekends. Like it's, it, that's not a f- good standard of living. It's like again, you have to trade your well being and your basically your the majority of your life for a substandard or, you know, just standard style of living, which, you know, it's like when all your income is going to rent, um, like, are you really like going to be able to retire ever? Like, no, like they're just keeping us at that line where if you give more, you get a little more, you get a little bit more comforts, you can afford an extra streaming service, but you can't fucking like get out of it. You're stuck in that cycle. And, and then they say, well, if you want to get out of it, own your own business with what fucking money? Like, <laughs> like how am I supposed to start a business when I have nothing? Yeah, I'll have to take out a loan. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they'll have their what fucking finger in that, too. Default on that one. That Yeah. It, it's kind of crazy how this is just universally accepted as mm-hmm. our fate. Mm-hmm. Or that anyone thinks we're actually free. You know? It's just a big farce. Like, sure, I can go on fucking Reddit and call joe biden a poo poo pants but like i i'm still gonna go to fucking work the next day you know i'm still gonna fucking yeah. grind my head against the ground like it's just it's it's fake it's all fake yeah more often than not, most of us are doing jobs that we have i don't want to say zero interest in but are not a preferred not a preferred lifestyle that we would like mm-hmm. i mean some people do have or do what they do they love it and that's great, but other people do not have those opportunities and they're just working literally so they can live. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think we're ever, I think it's impossible to get, uh, to, to live in a society where everyone's doing what they want to be doing. Like, I think that we do just have to do shit like, you know, just general like maintenance and cleaning and, you know, food preparation and stuff. Like I, I'm sure there's, you know, we're, you're going to have to do that no matter what. But if we right. made the society more equitable, that would be an easier pill to swallow. Yeah. If it's more collective and like, okay, I understand that this is, we're doing this for everybody. Mm-hmm. Not, I have to do this to fucking live. Yeah, exactly. It would give your job much more meaning. Like if you, I don't know, like if, if I was like cleaning shitters out all day, like it would give me so much more meaning to know that like I'm just part of this community. I'm helping people like take shits and not like, I just need to keep this place clean. So more people come in here and spend money. So my boss can, you know, profit off that. Yeah. And then I'll go back (laughs) to my little apartment and just, I don't know, watch, watch, uh, Hulu with ads. (laughs) That's, that's the American dream now. Is is you do that sixty hour grind a week and then watch uh, Hulu with ads? <laughs> That's the new American dream. Yeah, it's just I don't know, dude. It's 
it's it sucks uh and it just seems to be getting worse i mean i worked for a company that was had a majority uh ownership uh actually sole ownership from a private equity company and the culture there like granted i only heard this anecdotally because i came in after the fact but like all the old people there were just like fucking pissed uh about it like no one was treated like they were an actual employee anymore they were just kind of like a worker they saw like half of their friends get laid off so that they could hire young dumb idiots like me to uh come in and take over for half the cost um smart and like you know they just saw like business practices take a turn for the worse and everything because these guys just made money off of whether the company won or lost they made money you know and uh it's just a horrible thing. You know, I, I just watching a company, I mean, it's not a horrible thing watching a company decay, but you know, just watching all these people like affected by it and definitely like their mental state was a lot worse um, because of that. And just the degradation of their jobs. I mean, these people had to live with the fact that they spent 30 years somewhere only to be like shit and spit on, you know, yeah, um, ultimately they, 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 the company didn't care for them. They don't care about them. Oh yeah. And all the executives got golden parachutes in the buyout, you know, millions of dollars just to go fuck off. And, uh, and, and then they still had to stay there. They were still stuck there. They didn't gain anything from it. All their hard years of work, their decades that they spent working for this company, just wasted all their benefits cut. Like <laughs> anyway, right. you know, and, and they were all just fucking mad, you know, and like where I'm at now, thankfully, like the old people there, like it's actually gotten better here from when I first started. And so I think that's a really good sign that you're in a good spot is if the old people are like happy. It's, yeah. The old people are like, oh, it's good, better. Yeah, that that's true. There's a lot of wisdom in that old age. That's yeah. what I've been told. <laughs> Although I hear let's go Brandon a bunch of times, but. <laughs> yeah, I hear that too. It's <laughs> but. I don't know. It just makes me feel like, you know, I'll probably get treated equitably to some, you know, to some degree, obviously not like as equitably as I'd like, but you're not an executive. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so we're all fucked. There's no point in going to work. No. <laughs> um, well, what I was going to say is like, it's, why it's going to get worse is because it's evident now that our government is hell bent on backsliding socially. And I think the government we want that's can like help us and protect us is going to be gone soon. I have a feeling, um, just with this like recent leaking of the Roe v. Wade thing. Yeah. Kind of proves that the conservatives have Republicans and conservatives in this country have set up a system where now they since they have like a super majority on the court, it really wouldn't matter. Yeah, what Congress and uh, the president does because they could just strike it down. It's unconstitutional. Hmm. Um. Which we should talk about the Roe v. Wade thing. I think. Um. And how this is gonna. This is fucking bad. Yeah, we give the Catholics another chance at the head spot, and they get rid of abortion. <laughs> just kidding um but uh um yeah dude it's pretty fucked up i mean 
I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I really didn't think it was going to happen, but I didn't either. I thought, no, I, I mean, I remember in like one of the first few episodes we ever did, we talked about this and I was like, no way my boy Neil is going to fucking vote that <laughs> way. And they all fucking did. Yeah. They lied. I mean, and they're like perjury charges because they lied saying that it was legal precedent saying that they wouldn't overturn Roe v. Wade. Like I'm talking about like Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah. Like, it's they all lied. They said Roe v. Wade was settled law or whatever. Yeah. So I, I guess I didn't really understand it. So they're going to like overturn the ruling. Or are they going to rule on a new case and say like, yeah, the state has the ability to there there. I think there is a current case that's at the Supreme court level and they're going to use that case to overturn uh, Roe v. Wade. And then one other one. And the thing that, I mean, one it's, it's bad because, because it it, autom- it just kicks it to the states, and there's already a ton of trigger laws in place in these states to ban abortions. Mm-hmm. And this is healthcare procedures for women that are necessary, and honestly, none of anyone's business but the woman herself. Uh, yeah. Completely. So it's fucking bullshit to begin with. Mm-hmm. But the other problem is, with this is is that in one of these cases that they're talking about overturning, a lot of the reasons why it was protected was the right to privacy that the constitution is supposedly gives. So if you, they basically what they said is like, they, they, this is like the opportunity for go to go after LGBTQ rights because now they can reintroduce like sodomy laws or whatever. Cause that's what they yeah. used to do to like deny gay people rights or oh, they yeah. would have these fucking backwards ass laws. And they said those are unconstitutional due to privacy. But if you overturn like starting with Roe, then it could fucking backslide the whole country back like 50, 60 years. Oof. <laughs> I mean, why why start like I mean, we were talking about rolling back rights for like uh the gay, lesbian, and trans community, but like why stop there? Like we could roll back all the way like to like uh you know, civil rights. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like if we if if this conservative court is so fucking hardcore in their thinking like it seems like they are like what's to stop them mm-hmm. we're in a period of minority rule like where the these rich white fucks are so scared of losing power that they're going to start fucking clamping down hardcore yeah i think that's where we're at mm-hmm. specifically rich white men <laughs> yeah yeah and the democrats are still like oh just go vote we got to vote in yeah. overtime, girl boss. And fucking Democrats are fucking scum right now, too, because they have the ability right now to make it law mm-hmm. that abortion rights are legal by ending the filibuster. They have control of all like the House, the Senate and the presidency, but they're not going to fucking do it. No, because they're going to fundraise off of it. Yeah, they're fundraising already. And I think Nancy Pelosi was uh, campaigning for a, a pro or an anti-abortion um, candidate, Democrat. And she's even said, like, you can be, like, anti-abortion and a Democrat at the same time. They exist, you know? So, yeah, they're just kind of... Uh, <laughs> they're nothing. Demo- they're nothing. Yeah, Democrats suck. They do they suck. They ac- absolutely suck. They don't do anything. And they've proven that this past few years of having power. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to do a thing. 
They no. absolutely suck. Democrat yeah. like <laughs> they don't want to. And and I know like they they were talking about getting rid of the filibuster and like the first thing Joe Manchin says is the filibuster is the only thing protecting our democracy even though that's like the Senate is completely undemocratic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, how democratic is the Supreme Court? You know, like we're going to have the will of five people decide. Yeah. This shit. Half of whom were picked by Trump. It's just like. I've always wondered, do we like do we have the ability to do like federal level um, referendums? Like, is that a thing? In the United States, I know in like other countries they can do it, but I've never heard of like a national referendum, like on a judge. Like, like I'm talking about just like people. It's like say, let's say like abortion rights. You put that yeah. on the ballot. Oh yeah, I don't see why not. I I think they can. They just don't really do it because at this point it's been proven that not even thirty percent of the American population isn't or. What I should say, 30% of the population in the United States, not even 30%, is in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Complete, not a ban on abortion. How is that not the purest example of minority rule? Yeah. Yeah, mob rule. It's we're, just- we're, we're letting these fucking psychos push the Republican Party to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. I, that's it- all I got to say. I yeah. don't know. It's like I'm pissed about it. I I'm not like I'm pissed the fact that, that this is going to happen and this is going to imp- like this impacts everybody. Yeah. But I'm fearful that this is only the start of what they're going to do and what they're going to like where our government is going to head. Mhm. I think we're heading towards a more authoritarian style government. Yeah. Well, like even if like the Democrats maintain control of like the legislative and executive branch like we're gonna have those people in the supreme court for like our, our best chance at anything happening is decades if, is if like what thomas clarence dies or goes away like that's the only chance you'd have to like basically make it a stalemate again <laughs> um yeah. or expanding the supreme court i don't know it's, it's it's pretty sad. It's like Republicans have spent decades gerrymandering, can, taking control of state state legislatures, mm-hmm. and now they pack the Supreme Court. So, like, at this point, you're just going to have a Supreme Court that will just kick everything back to states' rights. Like, to kick it back to the states and be like, well, it's a states' right issue. This isn't in the Constitution. And they've set up control of all these states' legislatures, so it doesn't even matter who's in like the federal level Congress and Mm-mm. and Senate if if, if everything's going to just get kicked back to the states anyways. And that's another yeah. thing. Like this argument too is people are like, well, this is a states' rights issue. I'm like, what? Maybe you said it one time. It's like, why are we a country? <laughs> like, yeah. Maybe everything. Maybe we should just every state should just be its own individual country. Then, if that's the case. Then we'd be like Europe. Yeah. I I guess I'm just, I'm worried about where we're heading. And I don't know. That's all I have to say about it, I guess. It's like, it, I don't, this is, this is 50 years of social progress being erased here pretty quick. Yeah. Like that is fucking insane. That is nuts. It is. And I, I, I don't know. 
Like, I kind of see the consequences of it. Like, I mean, are people, like, just not going to want to have kids, you know? And then, like, the people who, you know, have, like, an accidental birth or whatever are forced to carry a child or, you know, whatever horrific, like, if they have a horrific circumstance that gets them pregnant, like, they're forced to carry the child. And then it's like, what kind of quality of life will either of them have going forward? And, uh, I don't know. I I just feel like what they're trying to do is force more disadvantaged people to carry children to term so that they have like more people to put in prison and, you know, join the military or just like you know, they can keep wages low because there's going to be more people to work those jobs and stuff like that. Like, I, I feel like it's a completely selfish reason. I don't think they're doing They're doing it to protect their portfolios. Like, they're not doing it to protect unborn children, you know? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, in, the inter- it's in the interest of capital. Yeah. And plus, like, and then you have the religious freaks who are just mad at women. They just yeah. hate women having rights. And you have those freaks who are just like, oh, that's a loose woman over there. She mm-hmm. needs to be put in her place. You know, mm-hmm. you have those freaks out there too. So, well, yeah. And I mean, it, it's a mixture in the Republican Party. You have the interest of capital and the religious freaks. Yeah. Well, and if you look at the states that have the most, like, I, I'd say, I don't know, like teen births or whatever. Like, I, you know, I'd say, like, obviously, I feel like for the most part, abortion is, you know, probably younger people are having them, you know. Um, and so it's like if you look at like where younger people are having more children, it's in all those southern crazy like abor- like anti-abortion states because they teach things like abstinence only sex education and yeah. like and stuff like that, you know. So they're just like I don't know, they're just perpetuating their own problems. It's it's yeah. dumb. And and that's the other thing we got to point out too is like they like these GOP motherfuckers care about the child all the way up till it's born basically yeah because they don't want they don't want universal pre-k they don't want to give child tax credits to families uh they don't want universal health care they don't want sex education like if you had contraceptions and sex education and and everything like that widely available you would have a like you abortions wouldn't even be a like would be less of a thing Mm -hmm. you know there'd be but like it's been it's that is sound science like it has been proven that if you have good like access to contraceptives and you have um good sex education you just have less accidental pregnancies mm-hmm. it's like preventative care yeah but they <laughs> they want none of that yeah so they only care about this child up until the point where it's born and then you're on your own fuck fuck you kid you're on yeah. your own yeah, it's it's completely stupid. Oh, just to get the daddy involved and go to church. That's all you need to do. Yeah. Well, Maybe th- that's to church. No maternal or paternal leave. Spend time <laughs> with your child after it's born. Yeah. No sick, no sick leave so you can be with your child when it's sick. Nothing like that. But that life is sacred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we should also kill all the criminals and put them to death because they're criminals. Mm-hmm. Like the same, oh God, like now I'm on a fucking <laughs> the same people who think it's okay for cops to shoot somebody at a traffic stop think that all life is precious. That's why we need to fucking ban abortion. I can't understand it. Like I'm uh, yeah. mad about this. Like like the mental gymnastics you have to do. 
It's it's absolutely stupid. It's just it's completely dumb. And these people suck and they're evil. And <laughs> and our only guardians are just capitulant and don't care and just want to tell you to go vote. I mean, that's why like if you notice like even uh Tim Walls, you know, I saw this from multiple Democratic governors. They come out and I think Bernie Sanders started the uh let me be clear, you know. So now everyone comes out, all the Democrats come out and they go let me be clear. As long as I'm the governor, abortion will be free and legal in this state. As long as I'm the governor, you know, it's like, you better keep fucking voting for Democrats, bro. Otherwise, yeah. you know, so they're, it's, like, it's, it's almost like they're using it just as much as Republicans are. Let me be clear. As a, like as the Democrat just comes out, let me be clear. You need to vote for us because we stand in complete opposition of this. However, in the interest of capital... We're gonna let this slide after yeah. we after you vote for us. Yeah, exactly. We're not gonna do anything about it. Do nothing, Democrats. That was the best thing Trump ever called them because yeah. he's right. <laughs> they are do nothing Democrats. Yeah, basically, and it's like every time I, I don't. Know, I saw some thread that was saying that since the Carter era, the Democrats have had like two super majorities and two um, majorities in Congress and they haven't done anything about it. So they've been, they've been in a position of power, you know, four or five times where they could make it a law since the seventies and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Because it's a good fundraiser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like that, that, that's the actual, so like that's the biggest point we should make out of all of this is like, that's the reason why they don't actually do anything because they need something to fundraise on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't. They 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 keep. Um, basically, what they do is they just come in and they don't like things don't slide backwards as much. Sometimes not at all. I mean, now it is. The thing, like, but if Trump got like another presidency or whatever, like, if the Republicans were in control, like, this shit would it be like happening. <laughs> like right now, you know, and uh, basically the Democrats just keep things from going further back. But then once they lose power, they all go, they go further back. And then when they get power again, they don't push us back forward, you know? Yeah, they don't do anything. Yeah, it's like a pressure release. That's what they are. They're like a pressure release valve. Like we get all fucking fed up with crazy conservative weirdos like Trump. um, And then, or like you know, Nixon, and then you hire a Democrat, an old fucking fart-brained man um, who doesn't do shit, and then you're going to go hire the next fucking Ronald Reagan to do more stuff, you know? It's like, the Republicans are so good at seizing the moment against the do-nothing Democrats. Like, they're in lockstep. (laughs) They they really are. I mean, like, I'll get, like, tidbits sometimes, like, you'll have your your political reporters on CNN or whatever. I was like, these guys are fucking wackadoos. Mm-hmm. Like they're so out of touch. We're like, there's like, there's infighting within the Republican party right now. And it's just like Kevin McCarthy's problem is that he's got these fucking wackos like Marjorie Taylor green. It's like, it doesn't fucking matter. They're in lockstep. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you saying? There's in, there's so what in the end, they're still going to vote all the same way. Yeah. Like, I yeah, yeah. It's she's just a boogeyman. I mean, I think Marjorie Taylor Greene 
which I guess we should probably put that in here. Our girl, Mar- Large Marge, is going to be on the ballot come September or November. <laughs> I think Big the primary for is, freedom and Jesus. Yeah, I think their primary is this month. So that was kind of the, uh, they were trying to get her off of that. But uh, yeah, Large Marge, in charge Marge. She's coming back. Hell yeah, dude. To defend the title. It's the craziest <laughs> congresswoman in the house. Um, but yeah, she, uh, Large March, they didn't, Georgia decided that she's fine. She didn't do anything. She didn't do anything on January 6th. She didn't know. Yeah. No big. <laughs> Neither did, uh, I think the country's kind of even like has moved on from January 6th, honestly. Yeah. No one gives a shit. I mean, <laughs> I, I do think, I don't know. I, I do want to hope and believe that like Large Marge and like Lauren Boebert and, um, cousin kissing cawthorn um aren't gonna win yeah because i i do think like i don't think i don't know like i i do think the press kind of like i don't know it seems like there was like a blowback like the media got them all like trump and all these fuckers like madison cawthorn and large marge they got them into power but i think they're taking it back you know like I, I think they're yeah. getting blowback from just being so fucking crazy, because yeah. I I, I think because the media at first wanted to put them out in front of the camera because it's like, oh look at how fucking insane Trump is, and then people who like we just all looked at it like, oh this is just some stupid bullshit like they're just funny haha Trump's on TV again, you know no one's gonna vote for these guys. So I don't need to go vote or whatever. And then, and then like, you know, it turns out the suburban, like purple state Democrats were like, we need to change. Let's vote for these psychopaths. Um, but I, I do think they're regretting their votes because I, and I mean, again, this is just anecdotal, but I talk to the fucking purple state people all the time and they hate Trump. They hate yeah. the Democrats that rule them in all these cities here around here on the West coast, but they hate Trump. So you just vote for Democrats. And um, so I think that's what's going to happen to Lauren Boebert and Madison Cawthorn and, and all those people is I, I, I really do think it was kind of like a flashpoint, almost like McCarthyism, you know, and they're going to go away. But the damage has been done, as we see in the courts. And that's why Mitch McConnell's whole focus has been on the courts. Even when Trump was in power, it was all about the courts. And, you know, and he's the biggest demon out of them all. Yeah. Yeah. And he played the long game because he's a like a proper like because he's a tortoise. Yeah. He's yeah. He's a tortoise. See rabbit in the hair, dude. Um, <laughs> Or rabbit in the hair, rabbit in the turtle or whatever. <laughs> whatever that story is. Um, tortoise in the hair. Tortoise in the hair. <laughs> um, But yeah, he. uh Anyway. I, I, I hope those people go away. I, I think they're going to, but I don't know. I did Maybe read. We'll, should we have an election? We should have a, a live uh, election stream. Yeah. I did hear that uh, Madison Cawthorn's poll numbers were like not very good. Tightening race for old cousin Kiss and Cawthorn. Okay, so 34% Edwards, 38% Cawthorn. Who's this fucking Edwards guy? I, I want to be clear. Everything that's come out about Madison Cawthorn, I don't give a shit about. I don't either. It's literally the fact that he's like a fascist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's 
that's it. I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't care that. I mean, I think it's pretty fucking weird that he like put his. I mean, I don't know. Did you watch the video? No. Do I want to know? So basically, what he did was get naked and climb on top of his sleeping cousin and hump his face. So okay, he like put his fucking, put his dick in his that, cousin's face while he was asleep. That's, that's bizarre. Yeah, it's fucked up. He, I mean, it's, he molested him. And it's like, I don't know how that doesn't just completely tank him, but I, <laughs> I, Jesus fucking Christ. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. And I mean, I'm making light of it by calling him cousin kissing Cawthorn, but he's pretty fucked up dude. And, um, yeah. So I don't know. I think he's going to lose. He, he might get out primary married basically by this, uh, Edwards, Chuck Edwards guy who's probably, just as big of a monster, but he doesn't. He doesn't do fucking weird shit like that. Yeah, it is weird. Like, I don't know that that does seem to be speaking as a man. That does seem to be a thing that like a certain part of the male community likes to do, and I don't really understand it. <laughs> like, do they just want to touch each other's penises and they're too afraid to admit that they want to do that? I don't either. And I was, let me just say, as a former. A uh, person who is in the military. I've never met a, people who are so homophobic but so gay at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I've never understood it either. And I think that, honestly, I think that describes the Republican Party to a T, like the men in the Republican Party. Like, they're super homophobic and pieces of shit, but then they always get caught doing stuff. Like, the guy at the Minneapolis airport was yeah. like a Republican who was trying to solicit sex from a man. I think that's what we need to do with these. Like, these Republicans are so angry and shit. We just need to be like, dude, just that dude's hot. <laughs> I, I agree. Just, 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 just say it, bro. Like, just, just make them all listen to the episode of Handsome Presidents by Let's yeah. Explore This. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just instead of keeping that all down inside and stuff, like, just be like, yo, that guy's hot. Yeah. I, you know, I have those thoughts too sometimes. It's okay. It's all right. Every man is beautiful. It's okay. Yes. <laughs> Everyone is beautiful, and it's okay to admit that. Okay. This guy, Chuck Edwards, that's going to, it's running against uh, Hot Wheels Cawthorn, um, is, uh, he's a corporate them or corporate Republican. Nice. He purchased, oh, he worked at McDonald's when he was a kid. Oh my god! Imagine putting that on your resume when you're fucking like sixty something years old. At the age of sixteen, he entered the business world working at McDonald's. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> While attending high school, years later, after a successful career in corporate America, he purchased the very same McDonald's franchise where he began. Oh my god! He owned a McDonald's, three of them. <laughs> that's that's the peak American right there. Yeah. After going into some shady corporate America and having success, he bought a McDonald's. <laughs> Dude, that's actually where it's at. I mean, y- you are living the American dream if you can buy a McDonald's franchises. Mm-hmm. That's period. That's that's pure fucking America right there. Yeah. As long as, well, I will have to add to that. You can buy a franchise and not have to work there. That's peak America. 
fucking awesome. You just dude. have some general manager that you force to work sixty hours a week who uh, pay makes... pay him like forty five thousand dollars a year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> depending on where they're at, you just pay yeah. him like at like dude. I remember when I lived in uh, Chicago or the Chicago land, um, the suburb I was in. I I was at a subway one time and they were offering thirty five k a year for uh, their general manager, and I'm like, who is gonna take that job? <laughs> and that was fucking seven years ago, dude. Like, isn't that, isn't that kind of funny? How like peak peak America is becoming such a big capital owner that you don't have to work anymore, and you just rake in money because you don't have to work. But then you have the audit, like not audacity, but the the fucking uh the the gall, yeah, the gall, the <laughs> fucking gall to complain about workers wanting a living wage. Yeah, like if you didn't. Dude, if you didn't own these fucking businesses, guess what? You would be a fucking worker like the rest of us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what they're afraid of. That's why they need to be bailed out because they might become a worker. Yeah. Oh, God. Could you imagine having to put in uh, fucking 40 hours a week at the minimum? (laughs) I don't want my landlord to have the same life as me. Oh. Yeah. My my landlord is providing a service. That's why he fucking goes to Cabo three times a year. <laughs> and the and the other three times a year he goes to Vegas. Yeah. He's yeah. providing me a service, so I allow him to do that. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, do you wanna you wanna wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, um thanks for listening, everybody. Just uh the the old plugs. Um our Twitter is at explore underscore pod. If you want to follow us there, um, Adam's always doing some goofy, funny things. Uh, we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash let's explore this. And if you become a patron by June 1st, you'll get some stickers. And as of right now, that sticker count is up to, it's a, uh, what, like six individual stickers and you get three of each. Nice. So it's a pretty good deal. Um, pretty funny stickers. Please subscribe. Please subscribe. <laughs> Please subscribe to the point where I don't have to work anymore. We don't want to work anymore. We want to get our. We want to go hang out at the Blackstone Hotel in Las Vegas, and then put money in the Blackstone gambling machines. <laughs> we want to take all your Patreon money and put it in REITs to the point where we just live <laughs> off dividends and go to Vegas three times a year. That's yeah. the real fucking. See, I, goal I, of this podcast. I want to send out stickers so I can figure out what apartment complexes you all live in and then buy the REIT that it's a part of. <laughs> yeah. This, this is all for plan. personal gain. <laughs> yeah. Snake in the grass. Yeah. It's all show. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening.